Tony, we just talked with Coach Weiss about the secondary and, and kind of that fourth quarter, and, and he seemed to smile pretty big about the opportunity that gives him and you guys to, to kind of you know, knock them down a notch and, and say, hey, you think you're that good? Well, look what happened. Is, is that, are you in that camp too? And is, is that a good thing where obviously it came in a win, so you can use that as, hey, let's, let's remember to tighten this up? Yeah, and I mean, it was obviously a um, good learning opportunity for the, the players that, that, you know, you got to finish the game. You got to play every snap all the way to the end. And, and regardless of, of who you're playing against, uh, if you're not out there performing to the best of your ability, then, then things can happen in a hurry. And they, they did happen in a hurry with some um, plays happening there at the end of the game, some big throws that, that um, should not have happened. But, but you know, SEMO made them happen, and, and uh, obviously we need to learn from that. Did anything surprise you? I mean, something in those sequences. Uh, one, I think one was on fourth down. I mean, did, were you just scratching your head thinking we're better than that? Well, um, you know, a couple of them. One was a third and 14. And, yeah. and you know, to give Simo credit, you know, two of those plays were pretty well defended, and the guys made a play. Yeah. You know, I mean, the last play of the, the game, the fourth down, I mean, it's a, it's a nice catch by that young man. Um, you know, so he made it. Um, earlier, you know, they, they got a, another reception down there that was, you know, a little bit we, – we misplayed a little. But, um, you know, it, it, regardless of who you're playing, you know, a lot of times it's a small margin of error. And, um, you know, they executed and, and we didn't. And uh, that's what happens. You haven't seen anything in terms of a hangover or, or a knock in their confidence. I'm sure those guys are all very confident. Yeah, there's, there's no problem with that. You know, I mean, I think it's just a day-to-day process of yeah. – of those guys understand that, that every day is a, a chance to try and get better, and, and that's what we always need to do. John, only scoring 10 points after the first quarter. What was the biggest thing you saw on the film after the first quarter inconsistency? Execution. You know, I think in the first quarter we came out and we were hitting on all cylinders, and uh, although that's a coaching cliche, I guess the reality is that we were coming out and we were executing. You know, we were blocking the people we were supposed to block. We were. Uh, delivering the ball where we were supposed to. We were open and running routes the right way, and, and we didn't do it quite as clean, cleanly the rest of the game. Um, you know, and, and um, maybe didn't make some adjustments that we felt like we should be able to make. And you know, we, we've got to execute better, and we've got to put our guys in a little bit better position at times and uh, give them a little more opportunity. What was that first quarter like for you? I mean, I, I know you're probably not you know, celebrating with cotton candy and everything, but, but it had to feel great to see your first time back as a coordinator here start off that way? You know, what, what was fun was to watch the players on the sideline and the excitement that they had uh, as they came off the field to see that success that uh, they've worked so hard for. And so, uh, I mean, to be honest, that's what I was, you know, excited about and excited that we were uh, executing. You know, and certainly uh, you, you've got to be able to do that for more than 15 minutes to, to win games. You know, we, we've got to do a much better job there. Coach said after the game that, you know, you couldn't ask for anything more out of the first quarter. You probably couldn't have predicted any better either. I mean, if you're scripting it, that's about as good as it could have gone. Right? Yeah, I've given up on trying to predict anything, to be honest with you. And so, um, you know, we, we just go out and, and try to execute it. And I certainly was very pleased with the way we did that. I, I know football close doesn't really matter, but do you feel like you were this close from having another two, three touchdowns in that second half? We'd be having a different conversation if you connect on a couple of those? Yeah, I don't know. Um, if we'd be having a different conversation or not, because you guys are good at turning all that stuff to us. But um, the, I, I do believe we were that close to um, 
making a few more major plays. You know, and, and I think that close isn't just a quarterback throw or a receiver catch. Um, it, it's a lineman finishing a block. It's a downfield block. It's seeing a cut. I mean, there's so many things that go into that offensively, and um, you know, so I, I do. I think we're that close. I'm, I am uh, anything but discouraged. You know, obviously frustrated with uh, the lack of the finish, but uh, not discouraged by it by any stretch of the imagination. Definitely encouraged. Don, how you assess uh, Montel Pretty good. You know, I think obviously uh, if, if you took the first half, outstanding. Um, second half. You know, I, I, I'm sure there's some things that he would like to do better, and I think there's some positions I would have liked to put him in to, to make that to work better. You know, I think the offensive line played better in the first half than the second half, and so that has a lot to do with how anybody else on the field is going to play. And so, um, but uh, couldn't I, I'm not displeased at all with the way he came out and played in his first game. I think um, the concerns that may have been out there about him, uh, I think he answered most of those. When you're looking at the O-line on, on the film afterwards, obviously, uh, do, you, do you break it down, pass protection, run blocking, and, and then grade it that way, or do you grade it as a whole, or, or what do you, how do you grade it? Well, I mean, you look at every single play individually, and, and so it's the, like a test question on every play, okay. you know, and yeah. so you look at that, and uh, certainly I think that there were certain guys that, that played better in one aspect of the game than the other, and um, but at the same time, I think in general, we're going to have to play uh, a little bit better and, and finish more, as Coach has mentioned uh, all week to our guys and to us, that we're going to have to finish a lot better. Coach said that Pat's getting the cast, kind of going to have his fingers back this week or expected to anyway. I mean, is that a major advantage or disadvantage either way? Absolutely. Yeah. Go ahead and write without your fingers. <laughs> you know, and I mean, it's, it's like any of us, you know, now you find a way uh, to um, make it work otherwise, but not to have your fingers at all on a hand basically gives you a club, which is what he had, yeah. and uh, makes it a lot more difficult to be successful at just about anything that you're doing. When coach described this as strength versus strength, their receivers, it's your guys' secondary, do you feel like this is kind of a big litmus test for your guys, your secondary, to see where they are? It is. They are um, you know, very talented at wide out. Uh, the Crowder kid is, I think, an exceptional player. Uh, Blakeney is a, um, on the other side, a big, tall target that does a nice job. And then McCaffrey on the inside is a good target. And their tight ends are, are capable players. So it is. You know, we, we're uh, I'm happy with the way our DBs are, are progressing and, and what their potential are. So um, in a lot of ways, I guess it, it could be considered a, a matchup of our what would be our strength against what is you know part of theirs, although they run the ball extremely well. As, um, their two tailbacks and their O-line do a nice job of, of running the ball. But it is. There's some good matchups out there, and um, our guys are going to have to show up ready to compete. Is it good timing for, for a group of receivers like that with the fourth quarter kind of fresh in your DB's mind? Um, I, I guess it is. I'd prefer they not have anybody. But, um, <laughs> um, you know, it, it is. I think, you know, our guys are um, – has some success, you know. We ended up with the three interceptions in the game, so guys have to make some plays. And and, and you know, Dexter had the two PBUs on on third down and, and made some nice plays. But at the same time, we gave up some plays that that didn't need to happen. So, um, you know, with that that being said, you know, I, I I think you know they're they're motivated and they know who we're getting ready to play against. What is it about Botan that made him ready to do what he did uh, game one as a true freshman? Well, you know, he's a physically he's a gifted kid. You know, he has, um, you know, the, the necessary skill set to play corner. He has quick feet. He can turn his hips. He can run. 
he does all that. He has good awareness and instincts. So, um, you know, and at the corner position, a lot of times that's about, you know, not a lot of times, it's about physical ability, and, and uh, he, he's fortunate to have some of those skills. John, this might be a reach. I'm sure it is, but it's what I do. <laughs> Whether I have my fingers or not. <laughs> um, you were in a unique position last year to see Kansas play on the road, and, and, and you know, the streak, everybody knows what that's about right now. Did anything, did you learn anything about the psyche of that or, or you know, from, from your Rice players or anything about, you know, what a team that's going through a stretch like that is dealing with or, or again, am I reaching dramatic? No, I, I think, no, I mean, that's obviously part of the story right now. I, I think that uh, not from playing against Kansas did I learn anything. Okay. It, you know, at Rice we had a similar streak. I don't even know exactly what it was, but it was uh, winning games on the road and, and conference play, I think, is what it actually was. And, um Really, to win on the road, you have to do the same things you have to do at home, um, just better, you know. And, and so you, you have to execute, but you have to execute at a little bit higher uh, level of consistency. As Clint mentioned earlier, um, you know that margin of error goes down a little bit on the road because uh, you don't have people behind you, you don't have the comforts of what you're used to. You're in a different environment, and so. Uh, but ultimately, it really comes down to executing on the football field. Uh, whether you're playing in Duke or Hawaii or Houston or Kansas. And uh, we've just, in my opinion, uh, that's, that, that is our focus, is to go out and execute our offense as well as we possibly can and to make uh, some major strides from a week ago to this week. Well, it does. You know, they, they have a great balance in the run-pass game, um, which does keep you honest. And they also do have the threat of the quarterback run game, which, you know, not the defensive terms, it gives them an extra gap, so to speak, an extra guy to defend, and he's a capable runner. So when they, you know, when the team has really skilled players or, or, or threats at all levels, you know, in the at the outside of the wide receiver position, the O-line can block. Um, they, you know, threat a QB run game and run game. It just, it just forces you to – to truly stay balanced, you, you know, it'd be easy to say, oh, well, why don't you just take out the two wideouts? Well, the run game keeps you from doing that. You'll be a you know, guy short in the box. So it, it keeps you balanced. It keeps you, uh, you know, to having to defend all aspects of the game, which is, you know, why they've been successful the last couple of years. You know, I think with Montel, um, we encourage him to do a lot of things. I, I don't think that's one that we need to. I think we just need to uh, keep encouraging him to make the best decisions he can make in, in the time that he's making them. And I, I think he did a pretty good job of that. Um, certainly, he's back there uh, with the ball in his hand to throw it down the field. And so when the opportunity presents, himself, presents itself, that's what we'd like him to do. Uh, when that disappears, you know, he's, he's done a pretty good job of tucking it and running. Um, I think that's a slippery slope when you try to tell a quarterback what to do is very similar to try to tell a running back where he should run. Um, there's a general idea of where you think it should be, um, but you, you're not sitting there in that moment, and there's no rules for it. it it's a decision that that guy's got to make at that time. John, when, when Todd was here at quarterback, he was a slippery guy, but when he scrambled, he was still looking to throw. And it seemed like his receivers knew as soon as he broke that they were going to make a move to get open. 
I'm, I'm curious, is it different if a guy like has a tendency when he gets in trouble to tuck it and run that they need to look and block and, and what that chemistry is like between the wide receivers and the, and the quarterback? No, I think the chemistry is always there. I think that uh, our guys know that Montel's looking to keep plays alive with his feet and um, they, they know what mode to go into when he breaks the pocket and uh, when, when things are going to go that direction. I think you'll see, you know, it didn't just happen overnight for Todd either. And so I think you'll see as time uh, evolves here that th those things will happen a little bit more. And, and, and they happened the other night a couple times as well. So I, I think you'll start seeing more and more of that as, as it needs to happen. Yeah, I guess that, that was kind of what I was asking it, because, like, Nigel, the catch that he mm -hmm. made, would, would that be one of those types of Yeah, I mean, there were a couple third-down conversions. Nigel had one. I think uh, Tony had one on the far sideline. And um, there were a few times during the game where those opportunities presented themselves and, and, and plays were made there. Along those same lines, you, you and Coach White both said, hey, pretty good start for Montel. What do you see from him um, in terms of mindset, demeanor, his kind of taking it all in, starting, you know, Sunday, Sunday night, uh, did you like what you saw in, in the way he kind of came back and got ready for this week? Uh, absolutely, to this point. I mean, I, I think that um, what I saw on Saturday is exactly what I was kind of hoping to see. And then uh, Sunday to come in and uh, make the corrections and see the things that he could do better. Um, and then, you know, to, to uh, get together and start meeting here and get things going today, I think he's headed right in the right direction. I think he knows exactly what he needs to do. It's nice that he had the opportunity to do it some last year. Uh, he knows what he needs to do and what not to do this year in, in those preparations and look forward to him just getting better this week uh, along with the rest of our offense. I mean, we all need to take that approach. John, Keon Houghton starting his first game in center. How did you grade him um, Good. Uh, I think that um, there, there are some things you worry about at the center position that everybody takes for granted. Um, and, and thankfully, uh, for a lot of reasons, there weren't any balls on the ground and no, snap, no errant snaps and things like that. I mean, we had a couple little miscues, but uh, all in all, I thought that for a guy who had never played in a Division One game um, and, and played at that position, certainly at this level, uh, I, I thought he had a decent game. Neither of you, uh, first female referee was Saturday. Do you, Coach Wise said he went up to congratulate her, said make you more proud. Do you guys have any conversations with her? Um, I did pregame. Um, you know, just congratulate her on being a celebrity. You know, I'd read about her quite a bit, so you know, she she was funny. She was, um, you know, unnoticed in the game, which I think is good. Nope. Yeah, no, I mean, you remember in that 09 game, they came out like gangbusters. Yeah. Uh, took the, I think they hit us on a screen right away and a QB draw for a touchdown uh, to open the game up on the opening drive uh, before we settled in. Uh, I think we ended up giving up a you know, a touchdown, a field goal after that. I think it was 16 points at the yeah. end of the game. Yeah. Um, but, no, they came in here uh, ready to go. And, um, you know, luckily the offense moved the ball quite a bit on them that day and, and scored some points and we got settled in. But I remember they came in here ready to go. I mean, from, from my perspective, uh, they were a really well-coached team. They are a really sound, fundamental team. Um, but I don't think there's any replication of uh, anything we're going to carry over other than that and, and to expect that for sure. 
Thanks, guys. Thank you. Appreciate it.